Lund, coast to coast, peanut butter and toast. Probing in the lane, fading away. Whoopsie doo, don't mind if I do. In transition, denied by Hoyling. DeCam says, give me that. A pick two for Northwestern. Spot of three on the way. Bang for Noah and the Erickson center erupts. Spread the love around. Corner, pocket, cash for Lund. Excited to welcome in head coach of the Northwestern men's basketball squad, Tim Gross, to the pod. Coach, thanks so much for joining us. Really appreciate it. Yeah, excited to be with you guys. Starting off, Coach, fresh off of a wild last weekend of the regular season, a roller coaster ride late against Bethany on Friday night, and then the matchup on senior day against Martin Luther. Wondering if you could just walk us through your reactions to those ones, starting off with Friday, where you guys were able to pick up that last second win to clinch outright yet another regular season conference title. Yeah, you bet. It was a, it was a really fun weekend uh, in the Erickson Center, and even prior to our game against Bethany, uh, that women's overtime game was was super exciting. Um, you know, just a great crowd, packed house. Um, so that got everybody kind of fired up, and then. I think our game against Bethany, you know, didn't disappoint. Um, you know, very hard fought by both teams. Um, you know, got down big in the second half there, I think 14 with about 10 to go. And guys just kept plugging away and, and found a way to get back into it. And, you know, our seniors came through. You know, uh, Waldeck made a, a couple big free throws. You know, all made a couple big free throws. And obviously the game winner, uh, you know, rim, top of the backboard, you know, back in. Um, so, you know, it's just it's been kind of our story all year. You know, our guys have just uh, stayed pretty consistent. We've played in a lot of close games and, you know, battled for 40 minutes. And, and fortunately, we, we stuck with it and, and came out on top. And, you know, we're able to celebrate, like you said, another outright championship, which is a, a pretty special deal. And then follow that up Saturday with uh, a game against Martin Luther and the first half was crazy, you know, scoring 60 points and, you know, Alm just could not miss. And, you know, Waldeck had a big first half and, you know, seemed like everybody was making threes. So just a, a fun way to go out on senior day, uh, being led by those two guys, you know, playing a really, really good game. So, Coach, you mentioned it uh, there. It's another outright championship. And I've heard people say a couple different things about this when this happens for coaches with this kind of success. It's like, well, is it even not necessarily not fun anymore, but each one is still special, right? Because obviously some of the guys on this team, it's their first one. So I'm sure each one continues to be more and more special for you. For sure. Uh, it, it never gets old. Um, it's hard to do. Um, you know, I have a lot of coaching friends. You know, a lot of our guys on our team have former high school teammates that, you know, never, ever win a conference championship. And you know, we've been spoiled at Northwestern, you know, what, 16 in the last 22 years. And, you know, it's different guys, like you said, Wyatt. And uh, for some guys, it's their first. And, uh, you, you know, you never know when it's going to be your last for a long time either. So uh, we definitely celebrate and enjoy every time it happens. And, you know, the guys have worked extremely hard to put us in that position. And, you know, it's nice to, to see the... Uh, the uh, reward for for all the hard work that the guys put in so it, it's special it's it's hard to do and uh 
you know, to do it this year and as many times we've done it in the past, uh, just speaks volumes to the type of kids we've had over the years and, and uh, all the coaches and, you know, all, all the people that, that make it happen. So, Coach, you've had a lot of great players come through your program over the last two decades and change, and you've had great guards, you've had great post players, but this year specifically, throughout the pod this season, Wyatt and I continually have been impressed with your guys' front line, as we like to call it, yeah. four or five position, if you want to call it that. Mm-hmm. Borma and Fambule and Kohler and Hoyleen, and it goes on and on down the line. And I'm not saying that, you know, the guards don't rebound, because they absolutely can, and we've seen that right. throughout this season. But wondering if you could compare kind of what you've seen from this group specifically on the glass, all the offensive yeah. rebounds, the second chances. Do they really compare to any group at that position that you've seen in the last two decades at Northwestern? Well, that's you know that's a it's a great line uh, or great great comment, uh, Ryan. I mean, you know we've had a lot of special players like you said over the years, so it's it's kind of hard to you know compare. Um, you know, I just try to enjoy each group. Um, you know, during their era, and um, but but this group is we have great length, like you said. I mean, really, even our three through five position, you know, we really put you know three guys usually on the court out there that are six five or above, and uh, that does put a lot of pressure on teams as we do offense rebound hard, and and that's our number one key to success. I mean, we talk about that all the time. You know, it's it's not necessarily the glamorous stat, but we always say you know we want to be the best rebounding team. Um, in the UMAC, and we feel like that's a huge key, the top thing to our success. And I think this year, I don't have the numbers right in front of me, but I know we're number one in rebounding margin. I think we're top 10 in the country in Division Three, um, And I think, you know, we're about 14 more rebounds than our opponents on most nights. So um, it's been huge, and those guys have been relentless. Uh, we challenged them, you know, to get on the offensive glass. Um, and we weren't doing it as well as we would have liked at the beginning of the year either. So I think that's one thing we've really improved on as the year has, has gone along. So, yeah, it's been huge. I mean, Henry, Owen, you know, Kyle, like you said, you know, Caleb Hoyleen, A.J. Kohler, you know, Elijah Burns has been coming off the bench, you know, getting some rebounds for us with uh, K. McBean out with, uh, with his injuries. So um, it's been a big, big staff for us. Outside of the rebounding coach, is there anything else that sticks out specifically with this group? I mean, you've had teams coming up the past few years. It seems like it's a very similar style. There's certain characteristics that stick out about each team you have, but is there something else that makes this team unique and special that can help take them as far as they can possibly go this year? Yeah, I think we've really, the other thing we've really tried to hit hard is just really defending well and defending without fouling. Um, you know, a lot of teams can defend well, but they foul a lot. And I think we've gotten really good at that lately, too, um, where we're, we're making it tough on people. I mean, you know, Bethany is, and just speaking of them, you know, they're, they're t- super talented offensive team. So, you know, to hold them to 67, you know, was quite an accomplishment. And, and that following piece, too, I, I believe the stat uh, in conferences, you know, we've, we've made more free throws than our opponents have attempted. You know, so we're playing good defense, um, we, you know, without fouling. We're making people make shots over us. And then back to the rebounding, you know, keeping them off the glass um, and lim- trying to limit them to one shot. So that's been huge for us. And then I, I would say the other thing that makes this group special is just kind of the experience level, too. You know, we have five starters back from the national championship team. And, um, you know, so a lot of experience there. And, and they've been a lot of close, hard-fought games. So uh, they just don't panic. Um, they just keep playing 
And, uh, you know, at, at this time of year, that's what it takes. I mean, it's, it's a possession game. It always is, but especially in the postseason, you know, you have to have a short memory. Um, you just kind of play every possession the best of your ability. And, and I feel with the experience we have that, you know, we're, we're in a good position to do that. As Wyatt mentioned earlier, Coach, you have to, you know, enjoy the ride. Each season is a new group of guys going through a new thing, but you've been through this before. That being said, we can look back and see some specific moments where there's been a win that's maybe on even another level. We look back to, you know, what Wyatt's brother did in 2015 against St. Thomas in that shot. I think of Henry last year in the Erickson Center to keep the season alive against Trinity Christian. For you personally, when there are those mountaintop-ish, if you want to call it, moments, how do you celebrate a victory like that? Because you know <laughs> they're not easy to come by. There's a lot of hard work that goes into it. How do you celebrate a big victory? Yeah, I think, you know, the key word you just said is just to celebrate it. You know, it's just to, to really enjoy it um, and uh, to know that, uh, you know, we kind of start out every year and we say, you know, every year is a special year. I mean, the fact that... Uh, you know, we're, we're playing, our guys are playing college basketball, you know, our coaches are getting a chance to coach college basketball. I mean, it's a pretty small percentage of people that get to do that. So just the, the specialness of being a college basketball player coach um, is something to celebrate. And then obviously those moments, like you mentioned, you know, big shots or conference championships or tournament championships or NCAA wins or you know, NCCA, you know, uh, Christian College, you know, national championships. I mean, you just really enjoy it. You're thankful. Um, and, and even at those big moments, to be honest, these last three years of anything have taught us anything with COVID is that, man, you better enjoy practice because, you know, we were fortunate like last year we played 20 games and had an amazing season. You know, there were a lot of guys that didn't get to play last year. You know, even two years ago, you know, we ended our season on the practice court. We were getting ready to go down to Indiana for a, a regional championship game and Dr. Hill came in and said, season's over. And uh, so it's, especially with COVID these last three seasons, uh, you know, you really do just appreciate and enjoy every moment you get on the court, be it practice or game. So I think our guys have done a great job of understanding that and and just really embracing um, each and every second they get. So speaking of practice, Coach, it's obviously postseason now this week. I mean, by Saturday night, we're going to be crowning a champion, so it's winner go home. <laughs> what stays the same and what changes at this time of the year about how you prepare and how you go about your business, I guess? Yeah, I think what stays the same is I think, you know, less is better. Um, you know, I think at this point in the year, you know, all the teams, we uh, we are who we are. Um, you know, we've been working six, since October 15th to – establish our identities and um, I think if uh, you try to go away from that um, you know I I think you're asking for trouble so you know there's a minor tweak or adjustment you know a set play or an out-of-bounds play or you know something that we all might put in but you know you're basically you know who you are and you just have to play to your strengths Um, so so really from that standpoint not much will change Um, I will say probably the bigger thing is just managing, um, you know, the, the physical, emotional, you know, mental stress. So, you know, obviously shortening things up at practice, um, keeping guys fresh, keeping them sharp, um, because it is going to be a tough stretch. I mean, with this past weekend's game, you know, whoever gets crowned on Saturday will have had a, you know, five games and, and nine-day stretch. Uh, so that's, that's tough for anybody. 
Um, so we just need to keep the guys fresh, uh, you know, keep it pretty light in practice, you know, do our scouts, uh, you know, walk through a lot of stuff and then uh, be ready. And if we're fortunate enough, you know, to win on Tuesday, you know, quick turnaround to get ready for that Thursday game. And, and we'd be the same thing on, on Saturday if we're fortunate enough to win on Thursday. So, um, you know, we are who we are at this point, and, uh, um, and I think most teams are too. So uh, just looking forward to, to competing on Tuesday night. Going back to last year for a moment, you guys were able to win nine straight to close the season. Multiple of those games where you win or your season's over. Why didn't I talk all the time about the art of peaking? Why it gives me a hard time because often I say, <laughs> no, no, you don't want to be peaking yet. You want to wait a little bit longer to do that. Clearly, you have been able to for the last, you know, as I mentioned, decade plus, two decades at the program. You figured out a way to make sure that your team is playing their best basketball down the stretch. Is there anything specifically that there's a you know secret to that, if you will, where you're able to play your best at the end? Yeah, no, that's a great question. Um, you know, a couple things come to my mind. You know, I mean, one, we, you know, we do continually focus, like I'm sure every program does, you know, just, you know, hey, let's get better. I mean, even this past weekend, you know, when we broke down film or, uh, of the Bethany game, we talked about that briefly Saturday morning before we moved on to the Martin Luther Scout, you know, we talked about, you know, what we did well, but we also talked about what we needed to improve. And um, so I, I just that growth mindset, I think that, you know, um, we, we constantly have and we challenge our players to have, like, celebrate, feel great about what happened, uh, the good things, but also look at what didn't go well and, like, how can I improve that? So we're, we're in constant improvement mode, you know, every practice, every game, we learn from it. And then I think the other thing, Ryan, that plays into it a little bit for us specifically as a program is, is we are a motion basketball team. Um, so we always feel like offensively, we always get better from, from start to finish. Um, and we are playing our best basketball for sure offensively at the end of the year, um, just because we don't rely on a lot of sets. We don't rely on a lot of plays. You know, we're more of a read and react, um, you know, t offensive type of team. You know, we, we counter how we're being guarded. So I do think offensively our system of play allows us to really continue to improve and make big strides as the, as the year progresses, and especially for our younger players. You know, you know, Micah Pasternich is getting, you know, a lot of minutes this year. And, you know, A.J. Kohler, you guys mentioned. Um, you know, Kelton Vincent's, you know, played some. You know, I mean, these guys that are coming in that are learning our system too, it's a big learning curve for them to start the year. So as the season progresses, they, they start to understand more conceptually what we're doing, both offensively and defensively, but especially offensively with our motion offense. Coach, we spent a lot of time talking about uh, postseason play, this team this year, the team last year, but I want to know for you specifically, what's been the most rewarding part about being the head coach in Northwestern? I mean, if you look back to maybe even your first year, would you have ever thought this is where you would be now, you know, with all the success, all the different guys you've got to coach and mentor. I mean, yeah. just how do you put into words what it's meant to be uh, at the helm there at Northwestern? You know what? Um, yeah, it is. it's weird to say 22 years. I mean, it, it honestly does not seem possible. You know, it seems just like yesterday, you know, got the job and getting ready for that first season. And in fact, on our game Friday night, two of the guys on my very first team, they were both seniors that year, were at the game with their kids watching uh, Dan Westine and Nate Brower and 
you know, I had a chance to talk with them afterwards. And, and, and really, as I sat there, that, that really is what has made it the most special. I mean, obviously, it are those relationships. I mean, uh, obviously, you know, we want to win. Everybody wants to win. You know, we're all competitors and we celebrate winning. But uh, the relationships, you know, seeing guys from 20 years ago come back and be excited for you and want to connect with you and and uh, and talk with them and stay involved in their lives is awesome. And then after Martin Luther on Saturday, same thing. We had, you know, four or five, you know, alums, uh, you know, in the gym and, and just connecting with them. So it's just... It's a special place. Um, you know, the Lord has, has blessed me being at Northwestern. I love it. I love being able to, you know, combine uh, my faith uh, with, with basketball and, uh, and pour into guys' lives, you know, in all those areas, you know, spiritually, academically, athletically. So I think that's what motivates me the most, gets me most excited, uh, keeps me wanting to come back, you know, year after year like to ask this to every coach that we have on the pod. Where do you see the UMAC at right now for what you're seeing in men's basketball night in, night out? Why didn't I think that the level has continued to raise over the last you know decade? And especially we've seen in the last four or five years, you know it, the postseason success you guys yeah. have had, Bethany's had, and then it stretches to the women's side as well. Yes. Where is the level right now in the UMAC? Yeah, I think the UMAC's in a great spot. Um, I really do. Um, it's, it's super competitive. Um, you know, this conference tournament, I think, is going to be crazy um, with all eight teams getting in. Um, you know, I think there's going to be a lot of great games, a lot of great battles. Um, so, and, and out of conference team, out of conference two, you know, our teams are doing well, uh, which is great to see. So I think it's a very high level, especially in men's basketball, like you said, in the UMAC. Um, I think it's been, you know, really competitive, um, you know, for sure over the last you know decade or so and it keeps getting stronger and on the women's side same thing and you know we get compared to the MIC a lot which obviously is a, is a great league um, you know and always has been a great league but you know I do like to point out to some people that you know the last three head-to-heads you know in the NCAA tournaments you know were us beating you know St. Thomas and Bethany beating St. John's and then us beating St. John's and I believe it was you know 15, 18, 19 I think I have the years right there but um, you know, so I, I, I would say too, our, our league is, is very strong and, and very competitive and, you know, whoever comes out of this tournament and, uh, and, and represents the UMAC will, uh, I think we'll have a great showing in the NCAA tournament. Last question from me, coach. Is there something you always remind the guys of before they take the floors or always one thing you go back to before they get out there ready to battle for 40 minutes that you want them to be aware of and just remember before they take the floor? Ah. That's a great. That's a great question, and uh, yeah, I would. I would say the number one thing uh, that we talk about as a program, um, as far as just is honoring Christ, um, you know, in how we compete and how we conduct ourselves. So um, I think that's you know that's the one message when we step out of the locker room. It's right on our locker room door. You know, our our, our tagline at Northwestern is you know compete with purpose and. You know, for us, we define that purpose in three ways as a basketball program. You know, we want to honor Christ, you know, build relationships, pursue excellence. So really, probably the one thing, the top thing on that line is to honor Christ and, and how we compete and conduct ourselves. Last run for me, Coach. Back to on the floor for this season, squad. Want you to, I maybe you won't give us a lot here, but I'm going to ask it anyway, <laughs> what the ceiling is for this squad. We look back to that squad in 2015 that made it to the Sweet 16. You guys have been patiently waiting 
to get a chance now to get back into the NCAA tournament potentially. I know you still have work to do this week. I know you're going to take it one week at a time. But what is the potential of this year's group? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, you know, and, and literally for us, um, I'm trying to give you not like the coach answer here, the coach speak, <laughs> but um, it really for us is is just really one day at a time. And, and you know, I mean, obviously we're, we're excited about our team and, you know, it's a team that, you know, I'm not trying to look back, but a team that, last year accomplished some really big things and and uh, I, I I don't know what the ceiling would be to be perfectly honest but you know we're just going to focus on Martin Luther on Tuesday and and do our best and um, you know and see where it takes us so and again I think that is the you know I think that is a key to postseason too is you know you just got to you got to be in the moment you know you can't you can't look ahead and you just got to be in the moment and and try to win that game and, and, and move on to the next one. So um, that's, you know, that's our goal for our guys. We just say that's, that's absolutely do our best and, and we see where, where it will take us. So I like our team. Um, I think we're playing good basketball right now. Um, so we just want to do that and, and we'll see where it takes us. So we're going to enjoy, we're going to enjoy every step of the journey and we're going to end up where we end up. So we, we focus more, I guess the long answer to your question here, Ryan, apologize, but we really focus more like on the journey versus the destination. And I know your question was kind of more like of a destination question. So I think we're going to focus on where we're at and, and we'll end up where we end up. So, and uh, that's, that's how we've kind of approached it over the years. Totally hear that coach. I love to throw the quote why it's way all the time and he'll roll his eyes even when I say it now, but the <laughs> dream is in the process is one of our favorite football coaches yeah. loves to say. So I think that's what you're preaching, you know, is yeah. don't focus so much on the destination, but the journey at hand is really where all the fun is at. So we totally hear that. Thank Agreed. you so much for all the time that you gave us coach. No, you're a really busy guy. Best of luck this week. Hopefully it's a long run for your group. And uh, again, just thanks for the time. You bet. Appreciate you guys.